Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, ayy. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. We come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio, Taz. Millions of Americans finance their home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Pete, Mike, across the way, Andrew with your updates. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, that's exactly it. Talked a lot of NFL the first hour. Going to talk more. And this side, we got the pink pig skin pile up, a big segment we've done done here since what last year, I think. Yeah, this, yeah, so a lot of fun. So here we go, three, two, one, pig skin pile. It's now time for the pig skin pile up. Taz and Moose circle the wagons around the NFL. Right, and we hinted upon it or touched briefly upon it, but uh, down in Jacksonville, even though Doug Marone said after the game on Sunday down in Houston, a loss, tough loss for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, that he did not remember what the conversation was on the sideline. Jalen Ramsey certainly does, as the video's all over the place, and you see some of his defensive back teammates uh, jumping up once Marone said whatever he said to Jalen Ramsey on the sideline. So, uh Reportedly, Taz has been festering for a while. We know he showed up with the uh, the money truck, right? Oh, the, yeah. the Brinks truck. Uh, say, uh, get that and the money. hype man, go yeah. get that money, money. Brinks um, truck, yeah. And wanting, uh, you know, a brand new spanking contract after the season and big money and highest pick corner. And he is the best cornerback in the National Football League. But now he wants out of Jacksonville. And he and his agent reportedly talked to the Jaguars and called the Jaguars yesterday and says that he wants out. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. He's a really good player. Um, he's definitely been a little bit of a lightning rod in that team. He's definitely a loose cannon at times. There's no doubt about it. But he's a baller. Guy can play. Uh, it'll be a big hit to the defense of the Jacksonville Jaguars if he's not on that team. And once the guy says he wants out, he wants out. But you know what? I mean, you got to respect, no matter if you like Doug Marone or not, you got to respect him as, as the leader on that team, as the head coach. Whatever's going on, he's not taking no BS, though. So whatever the heck it is... You know, I heard um, I heard Marone say something like, "Listen, I'm not getting into details, but you got to constantly work hard when you're on that field." Or that's I'm, I'm paraphrasing his point, which I'm assuming, and this is just me assuming this, just from hearing that, 
maybe Marone was saying to Ramsey, maybe he's implying to Ramsey, you're, you're being lazy on the field, you're not trying, or you know, whatever, you're not you're not busting your ass out there, and 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 that's a problem. Maybe that's what it is, because that's what it sounds like Marone was saying when I heard what Marone said by saying, you know, I, you, you got, always got to work hard on the field. Again, paraphrasing, but that's right. more or less what he said. Uh, and they lost the game 13-12 to the Texans. They lost by a pert or a point, as some call it. So, you know, so that's the deal. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big loss once he's off that team now. Well, and, and uh, we'll see. Uh, the initial report is that Jacksonville's not trading him right now. Um, you know, maybe that gets rectified here. Maybe he does get dealt. Uh, they're going to want uh, a significant return task yeah. uh, for uh, the best cover corner in the National Football League. And, uh, Marone, who exited quickly up there in Buffalo, found a, it took him some time to get down there in Jacksonville. I think he leaves you a little wanting as head coach in the NFL, too. Uh, I'd be a little leery if I'm Tom Coughlin there, trading talented players like Jalen Ramsey. Um, I really would be because uh, those kind of caliber of cornerbacks don't come around all that often. Taz, he was a big-time playmaker at Florida State. Uh, and he's also been a big-time playmaker down in Jacksonville. I'm not telling you that everything that he does is right, Taz, but talent does reign supreme. You need talented yeah. guys to help you win football games. And I don't know if I'm necessarily all that big of a Doug Marone guy saying that he's that great of an NFL head coach. Well, yeah, listen, I, I hear you, and I, I'm a fan of Ramsey's play. I think he's great. I, I really do. I, I, I love watching a guy play. And in my opinion, you know, Coughlin, Marone, the, the Jaguars front office, the Khan family, whoever it is, they got to sit down with Jalen Ramsey and Marone and figure this out. If there's some way you can salvage this and keep him on that team and have some kind of a working relationship where Ramsey wants to be there and make that thing work, I think you, you, you got you to gotta exhaust everything. But if the guy don't want to be in that team, like we were just saying earlier when John called the show, in my opinion, if he don't want to be there, then you eventually got to cut ties with him and just try and get some great assets for him. Yeah, it, it's just a, a matter of getting what you want for him, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where Jacksonville and Ramsey are right now. He still wants out. Jacksonville reportedly doesn't want to trade him right now. We'll see if they buck on that, and he ends up getting dealt before the end of the week. We mentioned that Minka Fitzpatrick is now a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He gets traded yesterday to the Miami Dolphins, Taz. You know, it, not necessarily. We, we hit upon from a Steeler perspective. I'll tell you from an NFL perspective, the Miami Dolphins are a disaster for the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, I mentioned it yesterday, Taz. I don't think I've seen a worse football team in the last 15 years in the NFL, and they're progressively getting worse because they traded arguably their best all-around player yesterday to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fitzpatrick's going to remain at quarterback. Uh, they're going into Dallas this week. They're a 21-point underdog. Um, the, they've given up, what, 108 points in their first two weeks here, right? Is that the yeah. number? Yeah, well over 100. Uh, in their first two, it's embarrassing. It's horrible. Uh, and, and, Taz, this is, uh, you know, we've seen tanking in the NBA. You know, it's tough to watch in the National Football League because here's the other problem is it's such a violent sport when you're seeing guys get absolutely ram, you know, railroaded during these games. That's a huge thing, you know, like in, in football. You know, you can't – you learn that when you're young. You know, like you have to go 100%. If you you get injured when you don't go 100%, you can't take a – play. the reason why I'm bringing it up is you have a team in the Dolphins – where you got, you might have a handful of guys that just don't want to be there, and they just not give it 100%. And that's how you get hurt. That's how you really get hurt bad, and I hope that doesn't happen. And I hope that they can all be professionals and realize these Miami Dolphin players, they're all getting paid, and it's got to be a horrible atmosphere there. It sucks. Brian Flores, his first year as a head coach, 
comes out of being with the Patriots on the Belichick forever, where all he's used to doing is winning with Belichick and being successful. He was his D.C., and he gets this opportunity, and he gets handed this team, and, and just, like, all of this stuff is going on, and it, it's sad. It's sad. So you, you got to hope that these guys are men, and they, they realize they're getting paid, and they're going to at least give 150% on the field. Yeah, I, I don't I, – you're, you're concerned about effort? I, yeah, I'm not, a little bit. Uh, I'm, I look at more of a case of, of the team and the mantra that was sent down, Taz. Um that, that can't be had in the, if you're in the NFL. Because now you're looking at it, it's hurting an overall you know, product. Um, when you're looking at a team that basically gave up on the year, it's one thing in the NBA, Taz. you got 82 regular season games. Right, 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 right. you got 82 regular season games. It's one thing in the end. you got 17 weeks. you got 16 yeah. games. Now you're taking one of those games that is, aside from the home team, that's going to enjoy watching your team destroy that team. The game's unwatchable. Pats and Dolphins was unwatchable. Baltimore Ravens and Dolphins week one was an unwatchable football game. They're a 21-point dog after being a, a what, an an 18-point dog in week two against the the New England Patriots. Taz, it's it's progressively going to get worse because they're getting worse. Yeah, they're getting rid of every pretty much every talented player on their team. That's something the NFL they can't have this in the National know, Football League because there's not a lot of games in the regular season. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna go out to out to Dallas, out to on to Texas to play the oh, Cowboys. They're gonna get destroyed. They are, they are just gonna get just pounded. That offensive line, Taz, is terrible. Pounded, 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 bad, bad, sad. Said it is it is terrible. Um, what's well, going a storied on? franchise in the NFL. This is a franchise that you know. I mean, it's one of those legacy franchises. No you know, doubt. I mean, so it's it's it's, it's they, they got a lot of work to do. Speaking <laughs> of one of the storied franchises, how about to New York and the Giants, where Pat Shermer yesterday, um, whether it be on a radio interview with Mike Francesa on WFAN in New York, or whether it be when he met with the media, Taz. Uh, did not uh, name Eli Manning the starting quarterback week yeah. three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, saying all uh, all positions are being evaluated here uh, for the Giants moving forward. They're all in two. Defense looks atrocious. They don't do anything other than, you know, Saquon Barkley running the football particularly well. Um, are you surprised that Shermer went to that whip this early? No. No, not at all. Um, because, I, you know, I kind of had a – I went by my gut before the season started, not not to toot my own horn, but I guess toot toot, right? Um, I felt like he Eli wasn't going to be the guy by week. I can't remember what I said. It was week four, maybe week five. I can't recall what I said. Um, and I just went by my gut, not by reading it or by talking to anyone. I just felt like they, they like this kid. They moved to get this kid from Duke. We're not talking about a kid that you're getting from Clemson or quarterback or Duke or from, I'm sorry, from Alabama or something like that. You know, Ohio State or something, one of the big, big power programs. No disrespect to the Duke Blue Devils, but, you know, they're, they're not Alabama. They're not, they're not, you know, I mean, so you went out of your way to get this kid, and he was projected to go high, but not that high. A lot of folks were making fun of the Giants for it, and I felt like, well, this is the guy they want. This is the guy they want to, to, to replace Eli Manning, and we've talked about a lot. There's similarities between him and Eli. But he's a lot younger than Eli, obviously. He's a lot more athletic than Eli. You know, uh, um, and he's shown in the preseason he can throw the, he can throw the ball. You know, and so I'm not shocked at all that that, that he said this. I mean, um, 
you know, he's been steadfast, uh, Sherman. He's been steadfast that Eli's the starter. Eli's the guy, blah, 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 blah. Now, to your point, yesterday that changed. Yeah, I mean, this early I am. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised that Sherman went to that. Um, Taz, that, uh, that, that he decided to go there. Now, you know, it also provides Gettleman and Shermer a little bit of cover because it no longer then becomes about the team. And, and what they're doing on a week-in, week-out basis when you have a, a veteran quarterback like Manning in there, it's then all about the development of Daniel Jones and the young quarterback. Um, you know, the Giants messed up this entire situation with kind of dipping their toe in the water yeah. and not going well, all in by bringing Manning back and then drafting the quarterback. And if you're going to bring Manning back at $23, 24000000 million for the season, Taz, you've got to do whatever you can do to try and win games. Other than that, I mean, you're paying them basically because – Maybe you felt like you embarrassed him when you benched him for Geno Smith right. uh, with, with ben, when Ben McAdoo was the head coach. I, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. Sure. You know, you're going to see him. Um, I'd, be so, I'd be absolutely stunned if we get a report in the next day and a half that he's starting against the Buccaneers. I, I'll tell you where I'll debate I, that or yeah. disagree with you. This is why. Because I, I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but Eli said something. You, you might be on it quicker than me, but... I remember seeing it somewhere. I don't know if it was on social media. You know how it is. In our jobs, there's so many. You're pulling so much information right. from everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes my head just spins. So anyway, anyway, um, Eli Manning, he had mentioned something. They got paraphrasing that. He wasn't surprised. Like, he's not surprised. Did you see something like that? I, there was I, something. Oh, here's here. Pete's got the cut. Oh, okay, here we go. Here's, we have it. Play it. You know, we're and two, and they're, you know, you're looking for answers. So, uh, you know, uh, I get it. You know, when you draft a guy early, and, and uh, you know, you're not winning games. Um, you know, these are going to come up. So, um, you know, I just got to keep working and, and do do you know do whatever my job is. Well, that that to me kind of sounds like he's tapped out almost in a way. Not tapped I out. Don't really, I don't. It's him acknowledging that they might make this move. Uh. Yeah, I mean, but if you go further into that quote, he talks about he's preparing for to play against Tampa Bay. I think he, yeah. I mean, he did. Uh, We'll agree to disagree. I mean, I I don't, I don't think you're going to hear Manning. I I think Manning wants to play. I I don't think you're. I I agree with that. I don't think you're going to hear Manning, you know, tapping out or publicly saying or anything like that. I think he understands the situation. He's in a tough spot. He's an old quarterback whose best days are behind him. They drafted a quarterback sixth overall. You know, he's a smart guy, Taz. He understands the time, the clock is ticking, and the fact that the team is 0-2. Yeah, no, no. I, listen, I, I'm not – maybe I implied it, but I, I'm not – I know Eli wants to play. I saw yeah. when he threw a touchdown against my Bills this week, I came in and caught the ball, and he did an aggressive fist pump of excitement. You very rarely see that out of Eli. He wants it. He wants to be the guy. It's just he doesn't show a lot of emotion like a lot of other players do. But I'm not saying – I don't feel like that he doesn't want it. I feel like he's tapping out to the fact that they're starting, the coaching staff, they're starting not to believe in him anymore. And he realizes that, look, when the head coach says something like he said publicly, it puts Eli in a position where it's like, well, he obviously wants to make this move or he's leaning towards making this move. I'm doing everything I can. Eli can't complain, and he's not, because he's been given umpteen amount of opportunity here. To be the starter and to make a difference and, and to show that he should be the starter, mm. and he, he's not he's not getting it done. And you know, it's I, I don't know, man. I think that once the once the player kind of has that public acknowledgement in any way, shape, or form, like Eli, like we just heard, I do think that that makes it easier 
for the front office and the coaching staff and the brass of the Giants to make that move to Daniel Jones? Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll agree to this. I, I look at it a little bit differently what, what Shermer did. Um, because even though the biggest star on the team right now is Saquon Barkley, uh, I think what Shermer did publicly, um, just venturing a guess, is that uh, by putting Eli's job out there, it grabs everyone's attention. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to interview Benny Fowler last night on a show I did locally on WFA in the New York Giants wide receiver, and he basically said this is Eli's team. Um, you know, that, we, that room still believes in Eli Manning as the quarterback. Uh, I look at it a little bit differently in terms of I'm not telling you that they're not going to go to uh, Daniel Jones sooner, you know, at, at some point this year. Uh, I, I don't think that – I think what Shermer did was try and publicly grab his team's attention by also putting the veteran quarterback's job at week three also on the line. Mm. That, that That's the way I look at it. And listen, I could be wrong. Maybe in a couple of days they named Daniel Jones the starting quarterback. But I don't think they're going to give up on Eli or throw him. Because once you do that, Eli's giant days are over. You're not going back to him unless Daniel Jones gets hurt. Um, that's the way I viewed it yet, Taz. But it'll be interesting to see. We look at it a little bit differently. It'll be interesting to see what the Giants eventually do this week. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's it. They're 0-2. I mean, so it's like. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe Eli starts. I, I would not be shocked, like I said. But you're right. We agree to disagree. No problem. We'll see who's the starter soon here when they play the Bucks and they go down to Tampa. No, on a, on a side note, an intriguing note, which I always get into, like, I, I always like these media wars. Did you see what transpired last night between Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen and Ian Rappaport? No, I don't pay that much attention so to these guys. So Schefter broke the stories. Yes. He broke the Jalen Ramsey story. Yes. He broke the Minka Fitzpatrick story on Twitter. Schefter. Schefter. Right, right, right. A minute after Schefter reported it on Twitter, Ian Rappaport reported it. The Schefter report. And it happened on three different occasions yesterday. Mm. It was Fitzpatrick, it was Jalen Ramsey, and it was the... It was some other story. Was it Roethlisberger or was it Drew Brees? There was another story. Oh, no, no, no. It was the, um, I think it was the Simeon. I think it was the oh, Simeon okay. yeah, the, uh, yeah, the Right, the during foot. the game. Yeah, right, the so yeah. it, was the, it was three stories last night that happened. So Schefter sends out the tweet. Rappaport a minute later, oh after God. the retweet by Schefter, sends out his tweet. Now, we know Rappaport NFL Network, Schefter ESPN. Right. Then Mortensen. ESPN. He works for ESPN, right? Schefter. Mortensen. Mortensen, ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sends out a rat tweet. (laughs) A rat emoji. (laughs) And and did it on three different occasions. That's funny. That is funny. After (laughs) Rappaport tweeted a minute after the Schefter tweet. The same report that Schefter just tweeted, uh, Mortensen on three different occasions last night sent out one rat. Then he sent out two rats, and then he sent out three rats. <laughs> that's tremendous. That's funny. Um, yeah. I love that. that. Straight I think shot. That's, I, well, those that's guys right. are, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Those guys that, uh, you know, have the, and Chef is good. Don't get me wrong. I know he is. But He's great. Those guys have, I mean, it's just, I've, it's amazing to me. that their, their Twitter accounts are worth millions upon millions of dollars to them. They utilize it the right way, but they, at the end of the day, it's all about their sources, all about people who 
give them information. It's amazing to me that they just, they're an in-between. It's just that stuff. I'm not a member of them. I've never been a member of the media. So to me, it's amazing that someone can make well, millions of dollars. I am now. You yeah, are I a know. member of the media. So I know. You can't say you've never been a member of the media right. because you are right now. Yeah, you do a show on a day-in, day-out basis. Welcome to I the media, Taz. I know. I know. You I can just, no longer lay that claim. Well, I used to not be a member (laughs) of the media. Yeah, it's hard to sell that right now. I get it. You're not into it. I am, right? So we—it's funny, though. It's funny. I think the—I think the information guys are great because they—they tell you something and and they give you a little bit of feel. uh, I follow the guy. Believe me, for sure. Chef is great. I do follow for sure. Taz. Now, could you say it's circumstantial? Could Hmm. Rappaport make the claim that he just got the information after Schefter? No, no, he he a minute or three it. times. I could have did that. Oh, you yes. could have did that. Anybody could do that. Yes. Guess what? <laughs> right. Sources. Right after. Yeah, right sources. After, Adam Schefter. No doubt about it. <laughs> but that's the point. The point being yeah. is that you look at it, but Taz, the pressure to get right. these stories for these guys quickly to be that information guy out there mm-hmm. and to Rappaport NFL Network, Schefter, ESPN, Mortensen now obviously uh, to a little bit of a lesser extent and he's gone through some physical ailments. Sure, but yeah. the pressure on those guys and as a cancer survivor, yeah. uh, the pressure on those guys to get these stories and be the first one to have it. You and should when do you that. Don't have you it, should get in that game. No, I'm not in that game. Come on. That's not my game, Taz. That's not my game. Just for like the Yankees. Taz is going to start breaking jet stories. <laughs> A minute after, like, uh, Connor Hughes tweets it out. We'll talk to Boomer. Get right. it from Boomer's right. size. Right. Boomer, exactly. what's going on. Let's tweet this out. Come Sources. on, Booms. Tell me. Taz, That's I it. can't tell you. Right, exactly. Come on, right. Boom. No, I'm not, I'm not that. Uh, those guys, Taz, they work their rear No, right I know off. they do. You know what they do, man? They draft They draft, uh, They draft. draft tweets, and, they, and then they just fill in so they could be quick. That's what they do. Yeah. They draft them. They well, draft them in their in their draft gimmick on their Twitter handle. Speaking of which, yeah. just on it because it just uh, sprung a memory. Darren Ravel, yeah. right? You know Darren Ravel, yeah. business insider. I think he works for Action Network. He's been all over the place. Oh yeah, ESPN. Action Darren, Network. Darren yeah. Ravel, but he does a lot of the business. He tweets a lot about food now. Oh, nice. Baseball stadium food and everything like right. that. I like that. To hammer that point home, last year before the Super Bowl. He said he had prepared 45 tweets See? to send out on Super Bowl Sunday before the get, before the day even started. Draft Jones. They draft him, so it's quicker. Yeah. yeah. I've no, been in this game a little old. bit in I a know. different way. I know. You're the yeah. king of Twitter. Eh, maybe not. The the king. King. Maybe the prince. Get the crown. I'm the prince. Get the crown. <laughs> Adam Schefter's is the king. I'm yeah. the prince. 855-212-4227. Pigskin pileup. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. The Player of the Week brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done. This week, it's uh, Jordy Mercer. Mercer hit a two-run homer in the first inning, and the Tigers went on to beat the Orioles 5-2 out in Detroit. The Player of the Week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. Yeah, a little bit of an awkward moment with uh, Andrew Bogus, our latest sports the, the update guy. He was in the, the control room I was in there, and it was like I was talking to my friend Pete the Body, the board op of the show here, and 
And Andrew, Andrew, what were you staring at me like? Well, like, like you you're... were telling a thrilling story about wrestling. So I was, you know, intrigued. I wanted to to learn more and know more. Plus, the break was ending, so we needed to come back into the studio, and I wanted you to go first because I'm a gentleman. Oh, and then, shockingly, you, I was being yelled at again. <laughs> I cursed at you, nothing. actually. Yeah. Can I help you? Yeah. What the F is your problem? That, that's kind of what I said to you. No, sir. Well, you're staring at me, grinning at me with, with this grin on your face. It was like, a funny story. You had a face on like you just put a sign on my back that said, kick me. That's what, it looked, what your face looked like. Don't look behind you. <laughs> that's what it looked like. You looked at me like, uh, you don't know what's on your back. Like, uh, you know, I mean, you, you don't look at me all wacky. It's too early. I don't want to deal with this. Do you have your update? Are you ready to do your update now? I am. Thanks, right. Moose. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Geico. Wow, you me. <laughs> Great well, because news. Because I shut him down. That's right. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So see, Moose, he called me Moose because you usually shut him down when he's in the middle of talking about something. So now I shut him down, so he's being a Weisenheimer and calling me Moose. Oh, I got you. He's a wise guy. Yes. That's why he needs to get beat up. That's yeah. it. I digress. Continue. Andrew. Thanks, Taz. Uh, his return to MetLife Stadium began with a one-handed catch, then some issues with the officials over the color of his visor, and then this. Baker Mayfield is in the shotgun with Chubb at his side with the first and ten. Fakes the handoff. He throws to Odell. Beckham Jr. catches in the 25. Foot race to the 30. On the hash mark, the 40. Foot race to the 50. From the 40. On the numbers, the 30. Breaks the tackle, 20. Down the near sideline, 10. 5. Touchdown! Odell Beckham Jr., a quick hitter, 89-yard touchdown pass. Kevin Harlan on Westwood 1, OBJ's 89-yard catch and run came right after the Jets failed on fourth down late in the third quarter. Instead of getting closer than 16-3, Gang Green now trailed 23-3, and that was the final score in Jersey. Beckham finished with six catches for 161 yards and that score. His team is now 1-1. One one. The Jets are 0-2. And likely on to their third starting QB. Sam Darnold's replacement, Trevor Simeon, suffered a left ankle injury in the second quarter. An MRI later this morning, Luke Falk, just promoted from the practice squad, went 20 for 25 for 198 yards in his first Uh, NFL action. I I got a question for you people. So, like, okay, we've talked about the commentary, you know, on on Monday Night Football a little bit. And, you know, now Booger Daz alone with uh, Joe Testa. What's his name? Joe Testator? Testator. Yeah. Tess, right? They call him. So I think he's really good, Tess. I think he's really good. I mean, Booger, I've talked about it here. I'm not a fan. Uh, you guys, you, you like him? He was bothering me last night. He was? Yes. I can't see you, Andrew. You have that giant, archaic computer. Yes, I know. Okay. I'm told not to look at you. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Moose, you like him? Uh, he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. He talks um, down to me. I, I don't like being yelled at. He's, to- he's, he's coaching me up, like, you know, as a viewer. It gets to a point where it's like, you know what, bro? Shut up. Okay, shut up. I'm trying to watch the game. You know, don't talk down to me. In, in, educate me. I thought you liked him. I don't like him. Oh, you no, don't I like don't him. like him. Oh, okay. I don't like him. I do not like him. And I, I remember saying it last year too. I don't like him. He's 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 ta- he's like he's yelling at you about it. He's talking to you about it, but he's yelling at you about it. And he's not. He's too serious. Lighten up, dude. It's Monday night. I worked all day. I want to hang out, crack a beer, watch the freaking game. Stop being so serious. Everyone get I I don't know you know everyone gets so caught up in the announcers especially the Monday night announcers get like get analyzed like we're in a peace treaty um, you know <laughs> we year in and year out uh, it really does uh, you know 
I don't know exactly what combination or – and I'm not telling you that McFarlane's great at it um, or Tessator, and some people look at Tessator as more of a college guy than an NFL guy. I, Taz, but I, but I also think we've reached the point with the Monday night announcers that I don't know exactly who uh, would be great. Uh, I don't know who would pass the muster for, for everybody in the viewing audience. Don't you feel like they get so analyzed with everything that they say? They have to. It's very, And I understand what you're saying, and a lot of people would agree with you, and I get what you're saying, I do, but it's very, very important. They are the ones that take you through the show. Any sporting event you watch, as you know, the play-by-play and color commentators, they get you through the show. They're the narrators of it. They're, you know, that's, that's it, and that, you know, I just feel like, like for example, early in the game when that big, that big throw by Baker Mayfield, the one-handed catch by Beckham, and Simeon had, had him mic'd up with the riveting name of the segment, Monday Night Mic Up. Ooh, that must have took all of three minutes to come up with that name. Oh, my God. What dumbass came up with that? Yeah, but, Let's call it Monday Night Mic Up. But okay. does, isn't it the game that defines the game or the, or the analyst that defines the game? I'm sorry, it? say again? Doesn't the game define the game? Uh, yes, like, it does, but I, the, but the anal- analysts are part of the entertainment of it. They're the ones that are bringing you inside the game or doing the play-by-play. They're a huge part of it. Huge. Yeah, huge. I, see, I, and, you know, I'm, I could be the low percentage of, uh, of the viewing audience that watches it. They don't, I don't look at, uh, I don't look at analysts as great or as bad as they are. Um, that it all of a sudden is now going to make the game that much more enjoyable. I think the game's good, the game's good. If the game's bad, the game's bad. I'm not, you know, what we do, Taz, we, we know a lot about what we're watching to begin with. Um, you know, I don't I don't look at it to where it bothers me. It, it, you're not alone. It, it, there are a number of analysts, oh. a number of play-by-play guys that bother people. They don't bother me as much, nor do I, you know, basically genuflect at other guys as well. I, you know, I... I, I just don't anymore. Maybe there was a point in time I used to love watching Madden, but then Madden became a caricature of himself, and right, he got right. old, and you know, he lost his fastball, and and Madden realized it and he got the hell out. Right, um, right. and 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 that's it. But you know, people look at Collinsworth or Al or Al Michaels, and nerves. now you Both look at Tessator and 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 Booger McFarland, or you know, we've gotten into a lot of conversations about Romo. I look love at Taz, I know you do. I look at Taz. It, one way or the other, it doesn't it doesn't really impact me my enjoyment to where I'm like, oh my god, that you know, if if the game's bad, I'm not going to watch. I don't right. care who the hell's calling. I understand. It. No, then, then a lot of guys that think like that just watch it on mute. Yeah, and and there's and that's a, fine. And, but there and there is a lot of times where I'm watching a game. That's cool. Where I'm you don't not, hear because you're working. Well, no. I well, mean, you might be at no when you're at well, the, well, the gimmick I'm, on well, uh, when Sundays. At, when I'm at Fanduel Sportsbook, you yeah, can't hear nothing. Well, no, they usually have the local game up. So they'll they'll have yeah, the you're Jets. not pay attention to the commentary. No, no, you're n- I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Because you're, you're not right at home. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But even when I'm home, you're not. You know, I'm I not. I, I like there are a lot of times where I'm watching the game, and uh, I'll turn the volume down. Or there's a lot of times maybe the kids are up. You know, sure, this. Yeah, of I course, mean, yeah, and, yeah. and you're not really you're watching the game, but it's you're not really story, paying yeah. attention to every I single thing that the person is saying. So I'm locked in. I know you are, and locked you're not in. alone. There are a lot of people that get a lot of people look at Booger McFarland and they say, uh, you know, not every play is the greatest play. Not yeah. every play. I get more into guys on radio than I do on TV because radio, you are my eyes. Well, and it's harder. The radio's harder. To and do. it's harder. It's Taz, much harder. But yeah. I get more into guys get bothered by guys like Dave Sims, who mm. used to scream at me in the first quarter yes, yeah, when does. a guy would make a first down reception. Yeah. Well, you that's, can't. You can't. You can't do that. No, that's a little bit too much. You know that. That's I mean, like Mauro Ronaldo in wrestling with NXT. The first segment, of the first match of the night. It's it's like no, 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 
<laughs> oh my god, bro, you got ten other matches. Then you got nowhere to go. Crescendo. Yeah, right, you got nowhere to go. It's like you, 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 you know, add some foreplay before we get to the finish. You know what I'm saying? You get the joke. Um, so uh, you get it, right? Yes, I get yeah. It. So, yeah. so uh, Andrew, you've done you know play by play, and uh, I'd love your take on this. Do you pay attention or not too much? You like Bruce, where you kind of like, eh, you know? Oh no, I can't not pay attention. Right, I can't I, I, I can't not hear them now. I turn the game off if they're that annoying, but the guys can be very, very annoying. Yeah, and then of course I have like personal vendettas against people because I'm petty. So there's also that. Well, yeah, no, I respect that. Yeah. I love vendettas. Thank I you. believe in pettiness too. Um, so the thing, the thing for me, though, like you no, know, I I think because all the years of being a color commentator in wrestling, I I'm now moves to your point. I'm a little bit over the top with paying attention to it. Mm. Like I, any sport, any sport, I I love. Because you know what? For me, dude, the hardest thing I ever had to do in my career was color commentary to learn how to do that. So for me, I love to really, and, and I got good at it and I worked at it, but I love to pay attention to any sport I'm watching, the play-by-play and color commentary. To me, it's it's so important. And I think that's why these cats make a lot of money because their jobs are important. Oh, I, you know? I'm not I, I'm just I'm not saying they're not important. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to downplay or say that, that what they do is meaningless. I, I guess I, I, I've reached a point here, especially with the Monday Night Football crew, that I think you know you could bring Jesus into the booth uh, and people would have a problem. I, I, I really I, challenge I accepted, uh, but I don't I, because I don't think anybody is. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're now we're nitpicking. You know, with Bo- McFarland last night, I didn't hear him say it, but I guess he he uh, miss said a cliche, and then oh. people are ripping him on it. Like it, it gets it gets to a point here where I mean, I Jesus, mean that stuff guy, is stupid. The yeah. guy's not infallible. I, here. Let me give you a quick uh, example. You know, I was you, you got to give him a little bit of a break. Let me give you a quick example. Of what he did where he's bad. This makes him bad. Okay, I, I mentioned the Beckham catch, the one handed catch. Okay, and the Beckham catch, uh, they had what's his name mic'd up, Trevor Simeon, and Simeon goes in. He goes. He says to one of his teammates, I can't remember who it was. He goes, oh, man, you got to be kidding. What a lucky catch. Like, he's being sarcastic, joking. He's on the other team. This team just scored, you know, just had a big catch. And Booger goes, like, reacting to the commentary by the mic'd up Trevor Simeon. He goes, no, that wasn't lucky. No, that wasn't Dude, loosen up, bro. Okay, Booger, the guy's joking around. His team just had – his defense just gave up a huge play. That's fair. That's fair. Now, can you give McFarlane a little bit of a pass because he was part of the team last year where he saw one of his broadcast partners get ripped to shreds every single week. Jason Witten, so bad. I mean, Witten got destroyed every week. What's going on, Andrew? Andrew's got to go. What are you, you doing? Do. You, yeah, you see finished, you next hour. Finish uh, up have you? a hard out. This no, is awkward. Yeah. You're like, no, you're I don't know what to do. I don't want to just walk out. I don't know what to do. What the hell are you doing here? Well right, done. Bye. Good job, Andrew. See you next hour. I'm Andrew Bogish. You can just walk out. You got to go. Go. It's fine oh to go. God. Yeah. Uh, let's head down to Houston. Oh, it's Joseph at it. right. CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Joe? Joe, what up? What's up, guys? Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Yes, thank you, Good morning. Thank you. You got it. Uh, so we were talking about the uh, the broadcast, and and uh, I mean, I I live off the broadcast not because I work so much, and you guys wouldn't give me Sundays off this year. So um, basically, I, the only thing that I don't like about it is that it seems to be one sided based on whoever's the home team. I just wish that they would stay more neutral and 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 not, uh, you know, uh, over glorify some of the moves. Like you said, the you know, the one uh, the one handed catch or, or yeah, what? I, yeah. I need the broadcast. You need what the you, broadcast. What, I need. 
What do you mean you need the broadcast? So explain that. Well, to I you. mean, I want to know what the plays are, right? But like sometimes there might be an outstanding play by a defensive man that is overlooked or not not spoken about because it's not a home team guy or whatever the case may be. It seems to be one sided in most cases when I listen. Uh, it's always the home team or the. Masters has a personal I, I, relationship. I don't, Do you think there's a slant to it? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't, Joe. I don't know if I agree with this of the slant towards the home team. I think it's more of a slant of the offense. Whoever has the ball, I think that's kind of their job. They, the offense kind of, you know, they start the play, the play snap, yeah. the play start. That's all. So I do think it's it's that. Joe, we appreciate the call. No, but he's a guy that says, uh, you know, he loves it, he needs it, he yeah, wants it in it. terms of the play-by-play and the color analyst. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm just that smart. I mean, it could be. You could be that smart, Moose. I definitely. You could be smart. I mean, yeah, you definitely are. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. It's not easy being me. It's I know. I've heard. Moose, I've heard. CBS Sports <laughs> Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, yes, yes. I just had a sandwich, man. It was nice. I had my uh, the meat that Mike suggests. Yes, your ham and and uh, yes, you know the Mike's fancy. crazy bread. Yeah, that's it. You know, look Sunday. At it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader. First, Mahomes and the Chiefs open their 2019 home schedule against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Then the Saints head to Seattle for a late afternoon showdown with the Seahawks with Bridgewater at quarterback. A full day of football starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today only on CBS. You know, I put a piece of uh, uh, Alpine Lace Swiss cheese on there. Nice, little, a little change. Swiss. Yeah, you like Alpine Lace? Uh, I'm more of a boar's head guy. Yeah. Oh, you go straight Swiss. You like Swiss or not? I do like Swiss. Not like my Swiss favorite. Cheese? Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. I, I, I'm more of an American cheese, white American cheese. What's your go-to hero? I don't know. It, uh, I'm probably more turkey, American cheese, lettuce, and mayo. What's your go-to? Yeah. Wow. My go-to is ham and Swiss. Uh, lettuce. It's got to be shredded lettuce. Pickles. Okay. Mayonnaise. No tomatoes. There you go. Uh, that was That's my go-to. Um, and I have an orange soda. I do that once a year. I did it the other day for football games. I was bloated. Yeah, uh, well, that's my go-to ham and Swiss. That's a heavy sandwich. No tomato. Yeah, it's a I haven't. I haven't gone extra to, meat. I used to a little um, chicken. We had chicken cutlet, roasted red pepper, mozzarella, oh, nice, balsamic. That's nice, always good nice, too. Nice. Italian's a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, at this stage, but that's always Bro, delicious. A lot this. of indigestion. Listen to me. I'll give you some indigestion. Oh, yes. you want indigestion. How about you go to your local pizzeria? I'm sure you got a good pizzeria, restaurant, Italian restaurant near you. Know, you Only like. on Long Island. Out of boy. See, that's what I'm saying. That's yes. not true. That's not, okay. For anyone outside the tri state. But it's area. true. That, we have the best, though. We do. That is, that is not true. Here's the thing. Well, I feel we true. do. But you get a chicken <laughs> cutlet, no I palm. On Long Island, think that's true. <laughs> the way you said it, I believe that I, you believe I know. that. See, Mike, no, a pink line and sink. I bought yeah. it because I live it. I live it. Here's the thing you get a fried chicken cutlet, no mozzarella, no sauce, uh, broccoli rabe. Oh, too bitter. With, yeah, yeah. Broccoli rabe on Italian bread. Oh, my God. You want to talk about Ajita? People that are living in, like, Omaha like, what yeah. is Ajita? What is that? Right. They gas, that means. Yes. That means you got gas. Indigestion. 
looked down this road of Ajita before. <laughs> Remember, people in Houston know what Ajita is. Oh, oh man, I know. We think not down this road. I still believe that. I think it was like the first two months of the show. Oh, yeah. We've You're like, this. this is just a New York term. I go, Tess. I mean, come on. I'm telling you, I've been alone. Me. I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, exactly right. I'll, uh, I'll pass it along. Right. You want to go on the show? No, it's just tell those guys. Tell Tess. I know what it is. Yeah, right. Fried along. chicken cutlet, broccoli rob, fresh cloves of garlic. Oh. And uh, oh man, yeah, with a little Italian bread, nice. That Oops. is, that's a that's nice olive oil. What do you think? What's your go-to hero, Mike? I like a nice chicken parm, but what you suggested there sounds good. I do love broccoli. Blue broccoli. I'm a, big, I'm a big broccoli Rob fan. Yes. Pete the body, ladies and gentlemen. I like queso. What do you like, buddy? A grilled chicken in any semblance of ways. Oh, it's a health nut. There you what go. Nice job. Hogwash. You don't look like gone, a grilled chicken I would not guy. Have thought no, Pete no. would go grilled chicken. I didn't expect him to say grilled chicken either. Good job, though. You know La Piazza? Didn't cut. I, I do not, but no. Yeah. they got a, There's one in Merrick. Unbelievable. Grilled chicken there is great. I should bring some in for the guys one day. Yeah. You know what, Pete? You should bring it in. I'll, I'll order it. You live right near there. You pick it up. Bring it up. Bring it sure. Right? Yeah, sure. I'll go out of my way. <laughs> to go get your La Piazza. So you go turkey, uh, American cheese, white American or yellow American? Moose. Uh, white American. <sighs> Lettuce, tomato, mayo. Okay. No, that's not what I said. All right. But thank you, you for listening. You said lettuce and tomato mustard. Thank you. Nope. Lettuce, tomato, olive oil. Nope. Okay. I Thanks give up. for listening. I tap. What do you uh, got? No. I already said it. Thanks oh for paying God. attention. Dude, there's a lot that's said here. You know me. I'm no, moving on. No, no, no. I'm focused on. on your Long Island. I and was focused. I was trying to give you a your... little. You're on Long Island. I was Michael, trying to give you a little insight. Do you remember the sandwich I said? It was. There's the test with, now. It was white American. Thank you. It was turkey. Correct. And it was it was mayo was on there. Correct. Now with the vegetable, it was either tomato and tomatoes. It was tomatoes. No, it was not. Then it was. You said tomatoes. I did not. Cauliflower. Oh, man. It was not. No cauliflower. <laughs> it was not Pete. It had balsamic on it. it. That was the chicken cutlet. Nice try, oh. Pete. Different wow. sandwich. No one's listening to Moose. All right, uh, Moose. You want to play attention. a little test Thank games? Okay, what did I say? What's my go-to? What? I don't remember. There you go. Great answer. Hello. There you go. But you get offended if I don't remember what you had your condiments on your sandwich. What do you mean? You don't remember my condiments. It was alpine lace, ham, pickles, mustard on a hero. Wrong. Mayo (laughs) on a hero. Thank you. Now you're right. Thank you. What kind of lettuce? Shredded lettuce. Yes. Has to be shredded. That a boy. Don't test me. No, I did test you. You said mustard, so you were wrong. You failed the test. You got like a 95. I got a 90. You did not get a 90. No, you said turkey. You said white American. You said, I thought you said less than tomato. I did not. Can you share with the group? What did you say? I said, I said white American, yeah. turkey, mayo, a little bit of lettuce. That's what I said. Dude, I could swear you said tomato. Never said tomato. I don't like tomato on a hero. All right, we're going to listen to podcasts. But it's a, that's all right. <laughs> I know. Well, listen to what podcast. you know. What you like? You're I like, know I what, know I, what like. I like. I didn't say tomato. I didn't say tomato. <laughs> you like? You said to, it. Never said that. a little sausage and pepper hero. Nice. You could go onions. through all the heroes. Then I love and, it, man. And, and that is known to man. No you doubt like about sausage it. Sausage and pepper hero. It's okay. It's yeah, okay. Very gassy. It's a lot. You, 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 don't, you don't put parmesan. You don't put mozzarella on your sausage and pepper hero, right? No. I know a guy that does that. I'm like, you're an idiot. Mike, okay. what's your hot hero? It's not a fair assessment. You're not an idiot. It's just a different taste bud. Uh, basic. I like a meat and the cheese and call it a day. I don't like to do too much on there. Oh, I figure you like the sausage. I do love sausage. A bit in there somewhere. Yes. Uh, Pete? I like grilled chicken. <laughs> yes. I, I like queso. <laughs> yes. Thank you. 
Real chicken with broccoli. Rob's good though. You get it right at the right at the right Italian place. I think broccoli Rob's so bitter. You don't like? I thought you'd be a broccoli Rob guy. No. No. Very, very bitter. You got to pre blanch. If it's not yeah. blanched right, it'll That's get right. That's, very That's true. right. That's right. Nice, fresh collar on. It's nice. Nice. You watch a football game. You watch yourself. Uh, yeah, you watch a little college football. You get yourself a nice hero. Oh, you're a true Italian, Taz. Well, I'm just saying. That's a, that's a nice Italian sandwich it right is, there. Though, bro. It's nice. I, I buy a little, little bowl I'll, of pasta. I, I'll do my other go to on a I hero little, uh, potato and eggs. Oh, there you go. You like that, no? Yeah, I've had potato and oh, eggs. It's very good. good. With a little ketchup and the hot sauce on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, more it's ketchup nice. than hot sauce, but yes, potato and egg, very, very solid, nice, right? No doubt. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I uh, want the sauce. Pepper and eggs, more yeah, so. I like that's pepper. gassy. Green pepper and eggs. All right, more so than the potato and eggs. But potato and eggs, delicious. Got to be seasoned properly. Should make some here. And it's got to be shredded uh, potatoes. Bring like a little hot plate in here. Cook up one morning while we're doing the show. You're yeah, a hell we of a should. Cook, Get it going, Taz. Do an omelet station. We'll bring it in here. Bring it on in. Can we rent an omelet station, Mike. Let's have our team look into that. I'll call, an, I'll call every team. Home Shopping Network. Hey, bring it up. You'll cook if I bring it in? Sure. All right. That'll you work. got it. I'll be on. Uh, I'll make sure to bring in the fridge. I'll have your mic up. Moves. <laughs> the three next. CBS Sports Radio. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.